Welcome. Welcome to It Was Found in My Heart. And we're continuing on our series of line upon line. And we're starting at John 5, chapter 5. This is one of my favorite accounts of a man being healed at the pool of Bethesda. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water and whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made whole of whatever disease he had. So this, this focus on the story that's going down right now, up until this point. Now it was a feast of the Jews and the feast of the Jews was Sabbath. And we all know that nothing should go down on the Sabbath, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That's correct. And so because there's nothing going on, there's no working, there's no activity. It means chill out because it's the Sabbath. But this particular time and this particular space, uh, the pool of Bethesda was sick people mm-hmm. that knew that there are certain time, not knowing when, but there's certain time an angel would come and stir up the water. And if you're in the water first, you get healed of whatever ailment you had. And that's kind of like, can you imagine your life revolved around sitting and waiting? These people in their ailment, hoping and praying that not only the angel will come, but that they will be there to be able to get into the pool to be healed. That is kind of um, a sad scenario, don't you think? It is, and not just to be there to get into the pool, but to be the first one to get into the pool because not everybody, no one else after that first person was healed. Just that one person, just the first person. So can you imagine, you know, you've been, I mean, you don't work. So there's got to be some way you're getting food. Your family members are bringing in food to you or taking care of you, maybe washing you. I don't know. You don't go into the pool. You're sitting there. Your whole life revolves around this one season unknown, waiting for a miracle of the angel coming to stirring the water. And you're laying there and you're hoping and you're probably having some conversation with the rest of the sick folk. You know, man, I hope I hope it comes today. You know, I hope it's today, man. I hope it's today. What do you think, man? I hope it's today. But, you know. I just wish somebody come up there and, and throw me in the water first so I can get that healing. And when we say first, you're talking about a lot of people. I mean, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be like, for me, I'm thinking like I'm right on the edge of the pool. So the moment I see that stirring, so how many people were thinking the same thing? Come on. You know, really, you know, we are a people of trying to get there first, right? 
I mean, think about Christmas and they got this iPod or this Apple phone coming out and how many people waiting in line mm -hmm. early in the morning for that, that, that phone, that new edition of Apple phone, right? The iPhone. So how much more do you think these people, something of substance, something that's real, something that is really needed right. is going to be like on the edge of the pool. Right. And so when they see the stern, they just jump, <laughs> they flip over in there. So it was, to me, it was like a, a tight thing, man, to, to be in that situation, especially if you were lame, mm -hmm. you can't get there, you know? This is something serious, but when we, we you, you talked about, you know, people standing in line for the iPhone, mm -hmm. and then I remember that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, oh, yeah. Sinbad, mm -hmm. and they, 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 everybody wanted this. this all the way, right? Was it Jingle, Jingle All the Way? Okay, Jingle All the Way. And they wanted this turbo, turbo Man doll for their children. And so this this doll was, was very scarce. It's coming down the wires like a day or two before Christmas. And, you know, they're like sold out. And it's only like one or two places that may have it. And, and everybody wants this doll. So everybody is like fighting for a spot for the number one spot in line to get this doll. And, I, and that's just a doll. So I can only imagine for someone wanting to be healed after however many years they were there waiting for this water to stir, waiting to be the first one in the pool to get his or her healing. Amen. And so I was looking up the word Bethesda in Hebrew. It says that um, house of kindness, house of kindness. And it's almost like this, because as we get into the story, the dilemma this lame man has is the fact that he can't get into the pool because nobody's showing him any kindness mm -hmm. to get him, let him lead him into the pool. But this was that place, a place of kindness. And I don't necessarily think that it was a place of kindness, man and man. I think it was a place of kindness for God's kindness to come from heaven, to stir up the water so that somebody can be healed. And so we have this this segue into the story. You see the, the dilemma that this person has or the people it has in this situation is that they've been waiting. God only knows how long they've been waiting. And so uncertain of when that will come, when the agent will come and and even if they can get out of there. So think about it. You're waiting however long the angel comes, stir up the water. You are trying your best. These people are probably like going through, going to that pool as if you was in Walmart doing a blue light special, man. And they just said, we got this free. You know, you, you know, people pushing and kicking and, you know, just punching and fighting. And, you know, I don't know what the scenario was, but you are working it to On get Black to. Friday. Yeah. You're working it, trying to get to that pool. And then the moment you know that somebody got in there first. What do you do? What do you do? You you estimate that, well, the angels are not going to come for a while, so let me just go home and let me just chill. And, and you're disappointed and the family's disappointed. And, or do you stay there because you don't know when the angel is going to come? You know, what was the season that he's going to come in? Um, and it could be disheartening. And how many how many times do you go through that and then lose hope? How many times do you go through that and just give up and say, hey, this is just the way I'm going to be yeah. for the rest of my life? 
but God. But God. But God. All right. So um, that was verses one through four. And now we want to get into um, a certain man. Starting verse five. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. So going over that scenario, what's going down, it's interesting that they, they leave in, in, in verse nine saying, now it was the Sabbath on that day to bring emphasis about what was going on that should not have been going on, which is crazy, which is crazy, which allowed you to know the disconnection between the law and God, mm-hmm. the, the, the grace of God in, in the law and what law does is that there, there's been a law created. But you supersede that Lord over the grace and mercies of God that you would think that it would be a crime to be healed on the Sabbath. Sabbath, Right. Yeah. It's like there was no love. It's no love there. It's just lost. Just do this. Do this. And it's not necessarily for anyone, any of those persons. Good. It's for the ones who are leaders, the Pharisees who I guess want to make themselves look look good, look a certain way to seem so religious, to seem so holy, to seem whatever, but they're missing the point. Sabbath was made for man, mm-hmm. right? And not man for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So that means that whatever man needs in that that time, he needs to get it. Not not something frivolous, because uh, Jesus even even used an example. He says, which of you having a sheep who falls into a hole or a ditch on the Sabbath, will you leave that sheep there? No, you go and help that sheep out. So how, why is that sheep more important or more valuable than a man, than a person, which the Sabbath was made for? Amen. Going over these verses, what I what I find is that this dude had an illness for 38 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't say that he was doesn't mean that he was there for 38 years or that he had this ailment for 38 years. And he was maybe five years old. And then 38 years, he had this ailment. When Jesus saw him lying there, the situation this guy is in, Jesus asked him and the word says that he knew, which means that God knows what you're going through. He knows what you're experiencing. He knows every detail about your life. So Jesus says, do you want to be made well? You know, and some people might look at him and say, dude, you, you know what this place is. Is that You see everybody around us. We all want to be made well. But based on the guy's response, you can see that Jesus spoke to him in a sincere and compassionate and loving way that the guy received it from them that way because he says, sir, very respectful. I have no man when the water is troubled or stirred to help me get there. You know, when I make my way there, people step before me and they get there first. This is a space of kindness. And I think that real time, 
sometimes we may be hurting, but there are times when maybe in our hurt, we see somebody hurting more that we say, I just want you to be relieved from your hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, if I still remain hurt, I just got to deal with, but I see your hurt and I want to help you. What would have happened if one of the people that were sick also mm-hmm. picked the guy up and said, let's make our way over there. Even if they didn't make it, it was this sense of love and compassion and selflessness is why we are Christian. That God might have moved in such a mighty, powerful way, seeing that kind of love and compassion mm-hmm. in this place called kindness. Yeah. And so as we move on, we talk about um, Jesus said to him, arise, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man, <laughs> and I look at that and I'm, I'm reading it and I'm thinking, and Jesus in a spiritual context, in a physical context, he's in a place on the Sabbath and he is troubling the water. Because the Pharisees don't like him. He is troubling the religious waters right then and there. And he takes this individual in the troubling of the water and place him in a situation where he can get healed on this day. And as we go on and hear this dialogue of this guy being healed on this day, you get to see the troubling of the waters and you get to see the healing that's happening, not only in the physical, but in the spiritual of this person's life. As you were talking about you know, about that, the man saying, you know, there another comes, another steps down before me. But then it, Jesus says, then Jesus comes on the scene and he's like, I'm here to take you and put you in this water so that you can be healed. So Jesus was that, that one, that good Samaritan. I thought about what you said, and that was, you know, verse eight. But when you talked about, you know, someone helping Maybe someone who was also sick helping, but it made me think of the ones who were the first ones to be healed, knowing what it took for them to be healed. Did they come back? Mm-hmm. Would they have come back right. to help someone who needed to be healed? And this man was here for 38 years. So it, he, he's seen a lot of people mm-hmm. get healed at least. I don't know how many times a year the angel showed up. And we don't know if and we, he was there for 38 years, but we know that he was sick for 38 years. He was sick for 38 years. So possibly he mm-hmm. could have been there. Right. Don't know. But however many years mm-hmm. he was there, other people were healed. Right. Right. And how many people would come back mm-hmm. to help some of those sick people get their healing? Mm-hmm. The ones that couldn't move on their own. There were many who were sick, but they could move. Mm-hmm. But he, he couldn't move himself. He was, he was lame. He was, he was incapacitated to that degree that he needed someone to help him. And then Jesus comes on the scene. I'm here to help. And I'm not, I'm here not only to help you, but he's here to help other people too. And I like what you said about, you know, Jesus troubling the water. You know, now it's not the angel right now, but it's, it's me, the Christ. I'm troubling the waters of the Pharisees. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, was, that was good. What we want to get from this is that um, we know from what Jesus says about this man. He says he knew that he was sick for a long time. And so God knows about us. He cares about us. And he is going to send what he needs. And he has sent what we need to deliver us out of the situation we're in. We cannot receive his antidote 
because we're rejecting it. And so the miracles that God has for us is in his son, Christ Jesus. And he knows what we're going through. So whatever you're going through, whatever situation you're in, allow the God that put on flesh to dwell among us, to be an impact player, an impact person in our lives, to change the very direction we're heading in our minds, in our words, in our actions. Become a citizen of heaven so you can be set free to see life from a different perspective, greater than you ever imagined. Because love desires to capture you so that you may know what true love is all about. And remember that you are known, you're loved, and you're valued. Until next week, be blessed. And may Jesus Christ just come into your life and just very change the very nature of your thinking. In the name of Christ Jesus, I pray this for you. Amen and amen. <music>